what the science has to say about CBD's uses and the current state of psychotropic drugs being prescribed here in North America so ubiquitously. So many people are on them. I mean, it gets really, really bad. This is the field of psychiatry and medicine in general, where people are medicated when they have anything that is of a psychiatric nature, as opposed to working with the body's chemistry. Ready to live at the higher vibrations, where peace, love, joy, and good health are the daily standard? That's what this show is all about. Welcome to Vibe. And here's your host, Robin Openshaw. Hey everyone, it's Robin Openshaw, and welcome back to The Vibe Show. Today I'm talking about a subject that I think a lot of us are very curious about because there's so much hype out there about CBD, okay, and the cannabinoid system and whether CBD is the white horse to come in and save us from the opioid epidemic. So I was talking to my friend, um, Dr. Hyla Cass, who's a medical doctor in LA. I was talking to her this summer and asked her if she would come on my show. And we finally put that together. She's a physician. She's a psychiatrist. She's often quoted in major media on you know, she's very pro natural approaches to uh, mental health and to physical health. She isn't just uh, one of these physicians who hands out the psychotropic meds. And so she she combines the leading edge natural medicine with modern science in her own clinical practice. She's a very experienced physician. Um, and she has been helping people withdraw from psychiatric medications and from substance abuse or to avoid those medications altogether through the use of specific targeted nutritional supplements. So she's got her own uh, line of supplements, including hemp oil extract. And today I'm going to talk to her about CBD. I know that a lot of people get confused and they think that it's going to be psychoactive, that it's going to make you high. And so if you haven't really gone down that trail of studying CBD, today is for you. Because Dr. Cass has written little books, little mini books, um, like Natural Highs and The Amazing Itty Bitty Guide to Cannabis and The Addicted Brain and How to Break Free. So I'm really excited to have her on the show and, and clear the clutter of the things you may wonder about or the biases you may have against CBD. Okay, so welcome to the Vibe Show, Dr. Cass. I'm so happy to be here. Well, it's been a long time coming. I know I've been talking to you for a while about coming on the show to talk about CBD. Do you think it's the great next frontier for psychologists and psychiatrists? Do you feel like the drugs that that psychologists and psychiatrists have been using, the helping professions have been using for years are broken and that this is going to be a big breakthrough? How'd you, how'd you come to be this CBD expert and why do you think it's so great? <laughs> well, backing up, uh, as a more holistically oriented psychiatrist, I've been taking people off of medications or not putting them on them in the first place using natural supplements. So I always go with the body's chemistry because nature knows best. We know that. It's, it's really clear. So rather than covering over symptoms with drugs, um, people who practice as I do will give the nutrients that help make the neurotransmitters. So that's, that's the background. And I've been doing this for many, many years and um, very successfully. Uh, people do get off medication. They feel much better. 
and they do better and and that's the end of it they don't need to be on medications so and by the way people should not just jump off their medications cold turkey that's another issue they need to be weaned off gradually I'm going to come back to that in a minute and find out more about people coming off their SSRIs because I know that can be a total nightmare, but there's lots of people who are on them and want to get off. So we'll table that for a minute, but continue. Great. So along comes CBD. So I've been using amino acids, vitamins, minerals, essential fatty acids, all really important in building the brain, building neurotransmitters, enhancing mood. Then along comes CBD, and CBD is like the extra piece, the extra missing piece that makes everything work better. It enhances neurotransmitter production and reception. So everything that we're doing in every other way with diet, lifestyle, uh, specific nutrients is going to be enhanced with CBD because it works with something called the endocannabinoid system. So it's the missing link and it's quite amazing. Okay, so talk a little bit about the endocannabinoid system. It turns out, and this is so interesting because we know so much, science has been progressing and we thought we knew everything. And it turns out that uh, not very long ago, the endocannabinoid system was discovered. First of all, in the 60s, uh, Dr. Raphael Meshulam, who did the original uh, studies on uh, the effects of marijuana, said there has to be something made in the body that corresponds to um, marijuana, which acts on a specific receptor. And what they discovered was a product called anandamide. Anandamide, which means bliss in Sanskrit. And it turned out that anandamide is part of this system that influences every cell in the body. And it's a master communicator and a master um, modulator. So it has your brain talking to your gut, your gut talking to your brain, uh, your hormones are involved, um, all of the organs of your body, the liver, the pancreas, uh, and so on. So it, it's a very elegant, intricate communication system that allows us to feel better, function better, and just be better overall. Okay. And I know that a lot of people who haven't started looking into this yet are going to want to know, is it psychoactive or can it make you high? What's the difference between the hemp oil you advocate for using that you feel has many, many useful applications and the cannabis plant, the marijuana plant. Uh, I mentioned anandamide and that was the first um, endocannabinoid or endo means inside, inside us. We make anandamide. We also make 2AE. That's another, um, another endocannabinoid. And those are the natural things that actually make us feel good. If we don't have enough of them, we don't feel good. So that's why when people are low in endocannabinoids, and you know this is historical, uh, they would smoke marijuana, that would give them uh, a feeling of high, of feeling good, because they were lacking their own, um, their own anandamide. So 
along comes CBD, which is also like coming from the outside. It's a phytocannabinoid. Phyto meaning from a plant. So CBD, which is also from the cannabis plant. So it's from the very same plant as weed, uh, the cannabis plant, but it is not psychoactive in the same sense. It doesn't cause you to feel high. Uh, and by the way, the levels of THC in the current uh, weed that's grown is extremely high. And people actually end up having some kind of negative reactions, particularly if they're not accustomed to it. The CBD will not, will not be psychoactive. It'll make you feel better, but it won't make you, make you high. It'll improve your mood. It'll relax you if you need that. It's kind of like an adaptogen for your mood, but it won't get you high. Okay. And it won't um, make you anxious or paranoid like a lot of people who smoke marijuana talk about, right? We've been seeing more and more of that clinically. Get a lot of young people, particularly in the emergency rooms who've never smoked before or who ended up smoking something that was very high in THC and really too high for their system to handle. And I mean, these are enormously high percentages. The way they, it was grown in the old days, you know, the 60s and 70s was mild by comparison. And it had enough, the plant had enough CBD in it to mitigate those effects. But now with the, it's almost all THC in the plant because it's grown for recreational purposes. So people end up with these really, um, they really go, you know, they can become paranoid, even violent. And it's so scary for them. And the worst part is then they go to an emergency room, uh, they're given medication, usually it's a shot. Then they're given a prescription of psychiatric medication. And then they're on this whole um, journey of being on psychiatric medication indefinitely. They might end up even being diagnosed bipolar. I mean, it gets really, really bad. This is the field of psychiatry and medicine in general, where people are medicated when they have anything that is of a psychiatric nature, as opposed to working with the body's chemistry. In this case, by the way, if you have someone who's tripping out like that on THC, give them high doses of CBD and it will help to neutralize it. It actually helps neutralize it at the receptor site. So uh, it separates the THC from the THC receptor. And in doing so, it mitigates that really negative, scary response. Okay, and I'm going to get into what the science has to say about CBD's uses. And I want to ask you about your opinions on the current state of psychotropic drugs being prescribed here in North America so ubiquitously. So many people are on them. Um, but I want to mention that my two youngest children are managing their anxiety with with CBD oil and I send it to them. I buy it for them and I send it to them and I consider it a good investment um, for keeping them off of SSRIs. I do not take an SSRI, but anxiety is my lifelong demon and I consider it a, a blessing and a curse because it drives me. It makes me a very driven, hardworking person as long as it's managed, you know, 
But there have been a number of times in my life where that anxiety gets out of control, where it becomes almost crippling. Um, and then I, I have just almost tipped over. And so I watch my two youngest children carefully because they have those same tendencies. And I just feel like saying, I'm so sorry I gave this to you. <laughs> <laughs> it's the C, probably a COMT gene. And that uh, makes you break down um, catecholamines. Or, you know, it gives you catecholamines. You're not breaking down catecholamines. And so you get more anxious, but you're also more motivated. So, you know, it's a double-edged sword. However, CBD will absolutely mitigate this. It'll really help. It takes the edge off. Well, they're, they're both just, they've been singing its praises for the, the past um, about a year. Um, I put them both on it in their freshman year of college. They're both sophomores now. And they're, it's getting them by. And I would much rather have them do that than smoking marijuana or taking an SSRI. And I want to say for the record that if my children were spiraling into, you know, self-harm and and really in a low place, I would put them on an SSRI, but I would consider it a, you know, getting out of the deep black hole uh, solution. I wouldn't be like, hey, take this Zoloft for the rest of your life. I think it's a terrible idea. But well, how about you? You know, it's interesting. Uh, I hear this all the time. It's like, well, oh no, I have a really serious depression or my, my child has a very serious depression, including self-harm. The truth is that you can use nutrients for treating all levels of depression, including self-harm. You add in the essential fatty acid, the omega-3s, you add in 5-HTP or tryptophan to raise serotonin, very important. Uh, you can use lithium orotate. So there are quite a few nutrients that um, I have or that we have who practice uh, functional medicine and psychiatry that will really bring your neurotransmitters to the place that they need to be and you're not feeling those dark, dark feelings. You're not in that pit anymore. It's amazing. It's chemistry. We really are biochemical beings. Of course, we're mind, body, and spirit, but it's very hard for your mind and spirit to work when your physiology is working against you. Yeah, interesting. And I, I wonder when, do you ever put people on SSRIs? Do you ever use it for the short-term solution for somebody who's in the bottom of the pit? Um, what, what do you think are the problems with them? And And then what would you say to somebody who's on one, wants to get off about how to get off of them. I know you have to do it gradually or you can have a catastrophe on your hands. Absolutely. So I, I do not put people on psychiatric medications, not on the benzos, not on the SSRIs. It's, it, well, for one thing, people who want to be on medication go to doctors who medicate. And I'm known as one who is a non-drug doctor, and I take people off medication. I do prescribe when I'm helping to wean someone off, obviously, because you have to do it very gradually with decreasing, very gradually decreasing amounts of the medication. Uh, the good news is that with CBD, I've noticed that the, sh the course is shortened quite a bit. So before I was using um, my usual supplements, and some of them I'd actually developed myself uh, for my patients. And they were very successful. 
but they took a certain amount of time. I've noticed with the CBD, it's faster and smoother. It just, it's like an adaptogen for your neurotransmitters and it really helps. So we're talking about anxiety and depression. What else is CBD used for? What are some of the conditions that people use it for most successfully? Actually, it's been used for serious seizure disorders. There are children with something called Dravet syndrome. And in fact, there's a drug, a drug Epidiolex, which is a CBD isolate, plant-based to their credit, that actually sells for a fortune, which is the way that, that just is the, the drug way. It is a CBD isolate. That is its mouthful spectrum, which I'll explain. And it's, it's quite expensive, available by, by prescription, and you have to use quite a lot of it because it's an isolate. And you're actually better off using the full spectrum CBD where you can use less of it, have fewer side effects, and it's less expensive. But I have to say to their credit, there is a CBD isolate on the market. So it's a start. Okay, let's talk about the CBD isolate thing because there are, and I'm sure my audience is seeing tons and tons of brands bringing CBD out. And the crazy thing is right now, you know, like here at Green Smoothie Girl, we actually have developed an anti-inflammatory CBD product, but we haven't brought it out. And there's a couple reasons why, and I'll I'll tell you, you know, a little bit about this history, Dr. Cass is... So we, we have like 10 different anti-inflammatory plant-based compounds in it. We wanted organic hemp oil. We wanted full spectrum hemp oil, which I'm sure you'll talk about. But we had the FDA telling our supplier of our raw materials that we could not say anti-inflammatory, which is crazy because we literally have all these compounds in it that have been proven to be as good or better than than ibuprofen. And of course, the pharmaceutical companies are allowed to say anti-inflammatory. So, you know, definitely makes me wonder about that. And then the other issue is we can't put it in the Green Smoothie Girl store. We can't put it in the Green Smoothie Girl store without compromising our ability to process credit cards. So, and, and so we're just paralyzed right now, completely paralyzed by, we would have to literally set up a separate site. We have to get a different credit card processor who allows that. And of course, then you're just always in jeopardy. And so then when people go to buy something in the Green Smoothie Girl store, we can't say, did you know we have this organic, you know, anti-inflammatory <laughs> CBD compound? You have something really wonderful, but you can't advertise it and you can't sell it. Yeah, why is that? What are the political forces? I know you follow all this stuff really well. Yeah, well, to begin with, the can they're both from the CBD and um, weed are both from the cannabis plant. So they're both cannabis. Uh, with the hemp, hemp farm bill, the hemp farm bill of 2018, actually they got separated so that actually CBD is now legal in all the states and it's not considered um, in the same category as marijuana, which is considered, quote, a drug of abuse with no medicinal value, even though the U.S. government holds a patent on it for medicinal value. So a lot, lot of contradictions here. And then also, even though they were separated, uh, the FDA did not separate them. So according to the FDA, CBD is still associated with weed, which has its whole different status has to be sold in dispensaries and so on. So it, it's, it's kind of gnarly. It's, we're trying to work it all out, but, and, 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 and it will, it, it will get worked out. There's enough business here. There's enough benefit here that, that it has, has to be settled. 
but in the meantime, you're kind of stuck in limbo. Yeah, and those of us who are selling full spectrum hemp oil really have to be careful what you say, how you sell it, and so on. Yeah, so it's like, I figured there's just um, a political situation where there are people who want to control the money of it. And so I'm seeing a lot of people bring out products that don't say CBD and that, you know, they don't explain at all what the product is. And then they probably just have to explain that in their email marketing or whatever. So that's third party, uh, third party labeling. You can't quote label something. You can't make a, a drug claim on a natural product. And it gets even more confusing than that, but I'll leave it at that. But in 1994, there was a movement to remove all supplements from the shelves. It was really bad. And there was a big protest, real popular protest on that. And a compromise was reached with Congress to um, limit claims to structure and function claims. So you couldn't say, for example, St. John's wort uh, treats depression. All the great research showing that it treats depression. Great research out of Europe, particularly. But you could say it helps to maintain a good mood because that's structure and function. Now, somebody reading that label is saying, well, why would I take it if I want to just maintain a good mood? Uh, so you, you see the, the catch here. That was the only way to get around it. Yeah. And, and I think eventually maybe there'll be some inroads, but there have been multiple points along the way where, um, you know, supplement companies can't make any claims whatsoever, can't even put a label on it. Whereas the drug companies do have that ability. And, they- and the OTCs, the over-the-counter. Yeah. Um, talk about the full spectrum oil versus what you're seeing a lot of these companies coming out with sort of a CBD isolate or derivative. There's a big difference, isn't there? Big difference. You know, well, we know from the herbal world that we don't isolate one chemical or one phytochemical from, a, from a, an herb. We use the whole herb because that's how it appears in nature. And that's where you're going to get the most bang for your buck. So we want to use full spectrum CBD because we call, we're referring it to CBD, but that's the vernacular. What we really are talking about, you and I, are, is full spectrum hemp oil extract. In fact, that's what I call mine because um, the CBD isolate takes away all the other cannabinoids. There are over 100 cannabinoids. It doesn't mean that over 100 cannabinoids are appearing in each plant, but there's a whole range of cannabinoids that will appear a selection of which will appear in any particular plant, as well as terpenes. Terpenes are very, very important medicine. Okay, talk about that. Talk about terpenes. Terpenes are what give um, herbs their particular smell. It gives marijuana, the terpenes give marijuana the typical kind of skunk smell. Uh, Lavender, lavender has its own specific smell. So all these terpenes are have strong scents. Uh, essential oils are made from terpenes and they're very healing. So all these oils, all these terpenes in the plant and the CBDs, and there's also vitamins, minerals, there are a lot of components in the plant that work together synergistically to have what's called the entourage effect. And with the entourage effect, you're getting 
way better effect than simply taking a CBD isolate. Um, in fact, the isolate, with the isolate, you're going to get a response up to a certain point, then it's going to drop off. Uh, or you could actually make the your situation worse. So if you're taking it for anxiety, you'll take it up to a certain point. But if you go beyond that point, you, it'll stop relieving the anxiety and start, you know, anxiety is going to return and maybe even worse. So it's, it's an inverted U-shaped curve it's, or a bell-shaped curve. Uh, and you have to end up taking a really high dose of, of the CBD isolate as well, which then brings on side effects. So it, it's sort of the drug model to isolate things. And that's why Epidiolex is uh, an isolate. But you, you get a lot more value from a full spectrum product. And then the full spectrum product can contain a trace of THC or not. Uh, and that trace of THC occurs naturally. It has to be under 0.3% in order to be legal. Uh, it's from the hemp plant. Uh, if it's over that, then it falls into the category of um, a THC product, and that's that goes to the dispensary department. Yeah, I think it's 0 0.03, not 0 0.3, right? 0 0.03. Uh, yeah, 0 0.03. Yeah, yeah. So like a tiny amount is... It's a trace amount. And by the way, that very trace amount can actually accumulate in the fat cells. And if people are having drug testing at work, uh, it, it could show up and they'd have to say that, you know, it's from the CBD that they're taking, not THC, but it, it, it could be problematic. So uh, there are products that have, that have removed that trace of THC. Interesting. Are you combining it with other supplements in the way that you treat people? I did not know. I've never asked you before until this interview that you don't put people on benzodiazepines and SSRIs and that you treat people holistically. I love that. By the way, that's courageous. I know you could probably make a lot more money if you were just, you know, one of the, the pill pushers. So, so good job. But what other supplements do you put people on? And are there any contraindications if people are tackling it from different angles? CBD goes well with everything, so we don't have a problem. Some sources say take the CBD away from the medication, and I, I'd say just to be really cautious, you know, take it at least you know two three hours away from medication. If you're particularly if you're using it to wean off, um, you're going to be there's going to be a period of time where you're taking both. But other than that, you know, I, I use. 5-HTP, tryptophan to raise serotonin, or tyrosine to raise dopamine and norepinephrine, and for um, and the GABA and theanine to raise GABA, which is calming. Okay, so I, I want you to say those again for people who struggle with um, depression or anxiety. I know some of them are like, oh my gosh, she's saying all the supplements that I need to try. And maybe don't try all of them at once, y'all. Okay, so maybe if you go get these on Amazon or whatever, or if you go to Dr. Cass's online store and you get these, maybe maybe give us a little counsel about like, would you try two or three of them at a time or just one at a time? But list those all out nice and slowly and clearly because there are going to be people who are getting their phone out right now and writing this down in notes. Well, it's, it's an interesting question because you could just take one item and try it. For example, if you're feeling depressed and anxious, have trouble sleeping, have um, get the munchies in the evening, that's usually a serotonin deficiency. So you'll want to take 5-HTP 
which makes serotonin. And people report feeling calmer, sleeping better, and having a better mood. And not eating, not, not having as much of an appetite, um, you know, in a good way, not, not having cravings. So that's the serotonin department. Then there's a dopamine department, people who are having trouble being motivated, also trouble focusing. Uh, may, they may even be ADD. So for them, you want to take something that enhances dopamine, like phenylalanine or tyrosine. Or both. I, I combine two of them in my focus product, in fact. So you actually have that and the cofactors together. You either get it as a formula or you get them separately. You can take a multivitamin that, that'll supply the cofactors along with some tyrosine or phenylalanine. Okay. Are there any side effects? You mentioned side effects of taking the isolates, the CBD isolates, and you're a fan. I am too of just like I'm a fan of eating the whole foods instead of the processed foods. Um, anytime one of these, even supplement companies where people think, oh, this is natural, it's a supplement, so it's good. Um, you know, when we isolate these uh, or, or make synthetic, even worse, these uh, different nutrients, they just don't appear to have the effect that that is predicted or that people thought because it's, you called it the entourage effect. It's like, we don't understand fully, like why all the different compounds in the full spectrum oil have the effect they do. So be on the safe side and don't um, niche it down and try to pull one, you know, aspect of the oil out or pull one aspect of the food out. It just backfires on us. We've seen it over and over again. Now we got the drug companies own most of the supplement companies. People don't know that. Um, they're buying them up. They're buying them up. They're consolidating. And so we're going to see more of that. We're going to see more isolates. We're going to see more synthetics. We, I think that people who are smart and educated about these issues are going to start only purchasing from very small companies who they trust to source correctly. So talk about those side effects and the warnings and, and maybe any drug interactions too. Like, can, is there any concern with people taking CBD with other meds? Very good questions. First of all, side effects. Some people really occasionally may get overamped as opposed to relaxed so that they should take it earlier in the day that's that's the only difference most people feel relaxed some people actually feel sleepy so they should take it at bedtime so it, it really depends on your own biochemistry and we are all very individual and we all have different endocannabinoid levels in fact the sign of a low endocannabinoid system are things like chronic pain migraines, anxiety, depression, all the things that CBD treats because it's, it's replenishing the endocannabinoid system. It helps your internal, your endocannabinoids, your enandamide and your 2-A-G to work better. So that's, that's how that works. So it's, it's actually enhancing your own, your, own natural, um, your own natural endocannabinoid system which is a good thing. So in terms of side effects, uh, I mentioned sleepiness. Some people may experience nausea. And you know, you can have any kind of side effect from anything. I, I always believe people when they tell me they've had a side effect. And then you just have to be cautious, take less of it, experiment, and so on. But it's quite safe. Uh, in terms of drug interaction, there's always that 
issue, for example, with blood thinners, you want to be cautious with blood thinners, in which case you would just change your dose of blood thinner. It doesn't mean you, don't, you shouldn't be taking the CBD. You just, you just take uh, a different dose of blood thinner. You can adjust it, adjust it down. So um, it works, by the way, it, the, the, it's broken down just like the drugs are by the P450 system. So it could be competing with a drug, in which case uh, it'll make the drug more potent. So you want to be cautious. However, under 100 milligrams a day of CBD, you're very unlikely to run into any problem with drug interaction. And this, I have found this, my colleagues who have done, you know, together a lot more than simply myself as an individual practitioner have had no problems at all with combining them with drugs under 100 milligrams. Okay, one more question, and that is some people say that you kind of want to front load with this supplement, that you take a lot of CBD at first and then you can taper down. Can you explain the reasoning behind that, whether you think that the evidence supports that? Um, because it's sort of the opposite of a lot of other uh, substances that you might take, including natural substances where maybe you take a small amount and build your way up a little bit. I've been hearing that lately, and I don't know where it's coming from because the the professionals who are speaking about CBD and teaching other professionals, such as myself, always talk about starting low and slow because you don't know where your endocannabinoid system is. You don't know how you're going to react. So caution is always the best approach. And I say start low, start with you know half a dropper, um, moving up to a dropper, either later that day or the next day, and just keep building up gradually until you have uh, the result that you're looking for. For example, if you have acute pain, well, in fact, if you have acute pain, it can work right away. I mean, I've given it to someone in my office with either acute pain or acute anxiety, given them some under their tongue, and 10 minutes later, they were feeling really good. You know, the anxiety went away or the pain went away. Uh, that doesn't always happen. Sometimes they have to take a second dose, and I may do that second dose fairly close in, in time because they're in my office and I want to make sure that they're, you know, how they're doing and what they should leave with. Uh, so when you're doing it at home, I'd say you have to figure it out, but always err on the side of caution. Okay. So for people who want to continue learning from you about um, hemp oil and natural ways to treat psychiatric issues, where can they find you? Where can they follow you? And any other final comments you want to make? Oh, great. Well, my website has quite a bit of information. My website's cassmd.com, C-A-S-S-M-D.com. And for information on, my, on hemp oil, it's cassmd.com slash hemp oil, one word. I, and I have a blog uh, on my website. So under the blog section, you'll also find a few blogs on full spectrum hemp oil. Very good. Well, thank you so much for everything you've taught us today. Oh, my pleasure. I mean, I'm I'm always surprised that people don't know what they need to know about CBD. So I'm so happy to be able to present. Thank you so much for the opportunity. 